Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and we are broadcasting as usual from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you're looking for the best bank in Georgia, well, that's Renaissance Bank. Uh, and that's not my opinion. That's the opinion of a whole, whole lot of customers out there surveyed by Forbes Magazine, uh, Time Magazine's Money.com, and other surveys that have been done that have found Renaissance to be the best bank in Georgia based on their experience. And it's been my experience too. And I'll tell you why, because they're big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but they're small enough to deliver their services in a personal way. Go to renaissancebank.com, find one of their local offices and give them a call. I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. Now I want to welcome Misha Marshall. Misha is with Renew Mindset Coaching. Misha, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for being here. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, thank you. So let's talk about you and your uh, coaching practice, Renew Mindset Coaching. How how are you serving folks out there? So I am a marriage coach, and um, I utilize... um, a few different uh, methodologies to help me serve people in their marriage uh, so they could be successful and thriving. Um, I, I am partial to helping marriages because I have seen so many marriages uh, fail or struggle. And um, the truth of the matter is, is there's so much stuff that they don't know that they don't know. And they're not showing up in their marriages the way that they dreamed that they would. Mm. Um, And it, creates so many complications. And um, I've experienced that. And I just didn't want uh, people to have to go through their lives um, thinking that there was not options out there to really help them when there's so many. Yeah. Um, well, before we get into the, the, the issue itself, let's talk about you and uh, your journey. I mean, what talk why this work for you? You could be doing a lot of different things. Why I this work? A lot of different yeah. <laughs> what, what makes you passionate about it? You know, whenever I think about my story and what brought me specifically to helping marriages, it's not one of those like sexy stories. It's, it's really, uh, I was brought to a position where I had to decide, you know, who do I want to coach? And, um, I was like, okay, well, my unconscious mind, just from the work that I use, like my unconscious mind, it already knows the answer. And so I went to bed and I woke up and it was, um, all right, I want to help adult children of divorced parents. Mm. And I thought, where did that come from? And I, and you know, I'm a praying person. So I said, Lord, are you sure that I'm supposed to help adult children of divorced parents and couples like couples at that? And it just didn't go away. Like, Mm. uh, the desire got stronger and stronger. And I I hate to say this, but from my own story, from my own personal background, it took me about two weeks before I saw myself and I realized, oh, that's me, right? I'm a child of divorce. And, um, I started thinking about my siblings. Um, and it just, it just got stronger. Um, and I love, I love, helping people in this way. And I'm glad that 
God showed me, right? Yeah. What it is that I should be doing. Yeah. Wow. What a, what a story. So, um, um, you obviously must be a helper <laughs> in, in any case though, right? Just to be open to that, um, following that, um, mission, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've always seen myself as an encourager. Like I love encouraging people mm-hmm. and this is, uh, definitely a way in which I can encourage not just the couples I help, but future generations is how I see it. Right. 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 So let's talk about the, I guess the scope of the problem. We were talking about this before we came on the air about the, just the, the, where it kind of seems if you wanted to pinpoint one place where it kind of all started in terms of the the rate of divorce and how that's grown over the last several decades. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fascinating in 1969 that, um, at the time, Governor Ronald Reagan mm-hmm. um, signed the bill to have a no-fault divorce. And that was um, probably in some ways needed because uh, what was happening was that couples were fabricating um, the reason why they needed to get divorced. And it got it got real nasty. And so, you know, perhaps his intention was to solve a problem where people didn't have to go to such extremes to to you know, have a finalize a divorce. Um, but he did not anticipate the, um, the repercussions of that and what it would do to society. So, um, it didn't take long before the rest of the States here in the U S, um, also created their own no fault divorce mm-hmm. bills. And within a decade, the rate of divorce had doubled. Wow. Yeah. And so there's, you know, a lot of um, divorce that has cycled from just that one decision. Um, and even it's been stated that his son, Michael, had stated that um, Ronald Reagan had regretted having made that decision, having signed that bill. Like that was one of the biggest regrets he had in mm. office. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um but uh, it's easy to see that in retrospect, though, of course, of course. right? Absolutely. <laughs> like everything. Um, so, so therefore, we have a whole lot of folks walking around today because of, of this uh, trend mm-hmm. that are adult children of divorced parents. Exactly. So we're going to get into the marriage part of this, but um, that causes issues just on its own. It does. Before you get into marriage. It really does. Say more about that. So, um, I mean, there's a lot of things. Um, I would say there are definitely some trust issues. Um, abandonment, people hate that term, but really you, you kind of struggle connecting with people after that um, mm-hmm. because you're worried about them leaving too. Mm-hmm. Um, and if your parents didn't know how to communicate and express, you know, what's going on and what your emotions were, it gets even more complicated there's all these people who um, um, they're they're so focused on protecting their parents that that they don't know how to protect themselves, and so it shows it shows in how they work, how how they show up in their career, right? Because mm-hmm. they're worried about like um, hurting somebody's feelings or or um, creating some sort of like shakeup in the office or in their marriages, just because you know they don't want to get a divorce, but at the same time, like they're just, they're afraid of, um, 
so many things are afraid of using their voice. They're afraid of repeating the patterns. Um, it gets really complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and maybe they don't even know that's what's going on. Oh, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nobody knows because they're taught not to pay, like not worry about it. Right. Like you'll be resilient. You can overcome this. It's not a big deal. So instead of listening to their emotions and working through their emotions, they're pushing them down because that's what they've been taught to do. And, you know, one of the things that always touches me when people compare it, they'll say like, you know, if a parent passes away, um, there's a lot more sympathy and understanding of like, Hey, you know, well, like, like what they'll tell the children of divorce is like, you know, well, at least your parents here, they didn't die. Like you'll be fine. You'll get over it. Um, but they're not acknowledging, um, that there's been a, it feels like death. Right. 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 Like they are now separated. And for some people, they never see their parents again, even Mm -hmm. though they're still on this earth. Right. Um, well, there has been a death, right? There, it feels the, like the, the way sure, of yeah. the way of living mm-hmm. that they they're used to has died. Yeah. So there is a death. There is a death, right? For sure. Yeah, and so and that's what you're saying is not acknowledged by it's others. Not. So that's a lesson to all of us mm-hmm. when we come across uh, certainly children, and, certainly children, right? That are going through this. And I'll say a mistake is that people feel like, you know, there's a lot of great divorce going on out there. Mm-hmm. And so um, they're like, well, you know, at least you, you know, their parents waited till after you were grown. Well, oh, it has a whole other set of issues um, emotionally and financially. Right. Because um, emotionally, uh, sometimes what happens is people start to identify that now. They, they say, well, what does that mean for me in my marriage? Right. Right. And it shakes up their marriage, even if they've been married for years Mm -hmm. once their, you know, their parents uh, experience divorce. Um, Also, you know, when you're a kid, you're kind of struggling through whatever your parents are struggling through, but you're not contributing perhaps financially Mm -hmm. when you're an adult. Now, all of a sudden, it's your responsibility to contribute in ways you weren't anticipating because your parents can't make it on their own, right? They can make it together, maybe even just barely, but on their own, you know, now it's shaking up the way you have to show up for your parents and how that affects your family. Right. Wow. Um, yeah, that's, well, we could talk a long time about that because that that is a big issue. I hadn't thought about that in the context of this interview. Um, but Misha, Misha Marshall is with us, folks. Misha is... Um, the owner of her own practice, uh, renew mindset coaching. Um, so let's let's get into uh, maybe the, and you touched a little bit on this, but just the mistakes and behavior patterns that you see in adult children of divorced parents. Yeah, there's definitely a few. Um, uh, one of the things that I notice is that people feel like divorce is trivial and they don't really necessarily have a good example of um, how to respond when things get hard. So it feels easy to walk out. Uh, you know, I've even heard people say um, um, that is they don't know how to. It's like it's like divorce has made them feel like um, like what they know is giving up. Like it's easy to give up. Um, so that's something that I see. It's just, they, they have a hard time, um, just knowing how to respond besides just walking out the door. Right. 
Um, another thing is they normalize like unhealthy patterns, right? So if their parents argued, um, they think, well, when you get married, you're supposed to have passionate arguments, mm-hmm. right? However, passionate arguments, they do harm. They do harm. And people don't always recognize that. And so they repeat it in their own marriage. Um, or on the other extreme, they overcorrect. My parents argued, I cannot, I never, I never refuse, I reject it. And then they, they go to the extreme opposite, which is people pleasing or stonewalling, which is when, you know, they refuse to talk to their partner. And that has its own set of problems there um, where things aren't getting resolved and they're not learning what it is, the skills that they need within communication to have a successful marriage. They're just repeating patterns and complicating things, right? Right, right. Um, so I can see how what these individuals that that are affected by a, a divorce in their childhood or in their life, whenever that occurred, um, they really need to, to work with you before they get married. Yeah, I mean, I would, ideally, right? I, I would love that, but <laughs> yeah. when you are in newly, like, in a new relationship, or you're engaged and you're so in love, they don't see a problem, right? Their 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 eyes are sparkling, they just looking googly <laughs> at each other, um, and for them, there's no problem in their relationship, and so um, there are couples that I work with that are engaged that do notice things that are going on in their marriage before it happens. And I love working with them because it sets them up for a healthier marriage. Um, and then there's people who just have no idea. Like we all have triggers and we all have things that we could learn to work, um, in a healthier way. Right. Mm -hmm. We can be better about, um, but once again, you don't know what you don't know. So when you're, you're in an experience that is designed to support, like finding weaknesses and making them strengths and then coming together as a couple to support like what that means for your marriage. Like, yeah, you should jump on that. Um, but once again, you know, our culture is so good at just talk to your friend or your neighbor or whatever. Right. But no, talk to somebody who's there to support the whole. Right. Because right. you can also be with people who enable and say, Oh no, you are right. hundred percent. You could have been dead wrong. Yeah. But that person will never say that and you'll never see an opportunity of growth. Well, in a lot of situations like that, there's gray area, right? Oh, yeah. The, uh, there's, there, it's, it's not a, a this side or that side per se. There's some exactly. something in the middle that, that really you need to resolve all exactly. of that, right? And we all come in with something. Yeah, right. Um, so everybody's got their story. Exactly. Yeah. So um, let's, let's talk about... Um, when someone knows that they need to be in touch with you, what are the signs of that? I may, I'm sure there's some obvious answers to that question, you know, but, right. but, but what are the less obvious trouble signs that people need to be aware of to think, Hey, I need to be in touch with Misha. Mm. Some of the less obvious signs that they should com- contact me. Communication's a big one. Right. Uh, That's what I hear most often as far as challenges that people experience. I would say when you when you are struggling to go home, 
like you want to avoid going home mm. because you don't want to see your partner, that's a sign that you need to deal with something, right? Avoidance does not help a marriage and it does not help the individual who thinks that it's better to stay away. Um, uh, what else? If you find yourself fearful, right? Because we talked about how adult children are divorced. A lot of times they keep a lot of stuff to themselves, right? So their partner will give them um, maybe some feedback or talk to them about something that was hard. And they'll be like, okay, yeah, whatever you want. But inside they're having a whole nother conversation with themselves. And they're, they're, they're wondering like, uh, am I good enough? Or maybe they'll be better with somebody else. Or when you start having conversations that aren't supporting your goal, which is a long lasting forever marriage, then you should start questioning what's happening what language am I using and who do I need to seek? Because oftentimes we know there's a problem. We just don't know where to start. Mm. Yeah. That you've got a vague sense that something's going on. Yeah. You right. Know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, that something's wrong and because you're not, the relationship's not firing on all cylinders. You feel disconnected. Yeah. You hear, right. you know, one of the things you hear a lot of is I feel like I'm uh, living with a roommate, right? Hmm. Right. That's a sign too, right? right? You shouldn't feel that way. You should feel like you're living with your partner whom mm -hmm. you're excited to live with instead mm -hmm. of like going through the motions. Yeah, for sure. Um, so is that, um, you mentioned earlier, Misha, that um, maybe outside observers don't really acknowledge the grief. Mm-hmm that occurs when there's a divorce and when, and what happens with, with children. And I would imagine particularly adult children, if that mm -hmm. happens as, even as more so. yeah, even more so. And let's, let's talk about that. You mentioned the, the incidence of gray divorce, and I can just imagine that, um, adult children in those instances, they get no support whatsoever. I would imagine. I mean, our society, unless you're going to, surprised me with an answer. I can't imagine that they're getting any support at all in terms of their uh, mindset needs. Right. I mean, I think most people are like, I'm sorry, right? Yeah. They might hear something like that. Right. But um, once again, our country is not really that great at saying, you know, you should do X for, you know, this transition because – a lot of people think about the parents and what the parents are going through and uh, the shakeup that creates and the support they need, but they don't think about the shakeup that their now adult child is experiencing. Mm -hmm. um, and they don't ask either like, okay, well, what emotions is this bringing up for you? Um, and so they, they struggle with it alone and it shows in their marriage because their partner, even if they don't express it to their partner, their partner starts to feel and starts to notice that things are changing in their behavior um, and in their, in their emotions, right. Their energy. Cause that's a, that's a heavy thing to, to go through, especially when maybe they thought like their parents had the perfect marriage, mm. right. They've been married for 40 years. All right. I didn't see this coming. Well, there's a, a number of reasons for that. Sometimes people feel like they should argue behind closed doors and other times, once again, it's the normalizing like, yeah, they had their issues, but I didn't think they were going to get divorced. Um, yeah. So I would say that 
for those people, ask them, ask them, how are they doing? Like really, how are they doing? Um, what kind of support do they need? And, you know, is something, has anything shifted with their beliefs about their marriage? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you can point them in the right direction so they can get proper support as a transition. Folks, we're here chatting with Misha Marshall. Misha is a certified master coach uh, that has her own practice, Renew Mindset Coaching is the name of her business. So um, let's talk about how you work. Um, so I sense I've got a problem or maybe a, it's more than a sense. It's I know I've got a problem um, in my marriage. Uh, I need some help. I give you a call. What happens? So um, we'll talk about it. Uh, usually they, 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 they share with me what's going on, um, what kind of challenges are putting them in a position where they feel like, feel like they need help with their marriage, which oftentimes is related to feeling disconnected or communication issues. Um, and then I have the couple get on a call together mm. so that I can get both point of views and see what it is that they want for their marriage. Right. It's like, it's not that you just don't want to argue anymore. Like you want to feel connected. You want to feel like, um, you guys are on the same page and that you're growing together. Um, and then from there we do my, one of my main services that I use is called a marriage breakthrough. So individually, they will have a breakthrough experience where um, we deal with the triggers that are coming up with the obstacles that are in their way, with the beliefs that aren't serving them. Um, Because I am convinced that it is 10 times harder to do the work uh, required to grow in your marriage. If you're still in your triggers, if you're still in your mess, if you still haven't resolved anything. And so we resolve it, we resolve it. It's an accelerated process. Uh, just to resolve an emotion that could take me 15 minutes. It's it's just amazing what NLP does. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then we come together and we do what's called a marriage alignment session. And during that time um, I can help people like if they're way off there, if they're not seeing eye to eye on things that are high value, Oh, we can align that so that they are once again, they can come off and they can be connected and in alignment with the direction they want to go for their marriage, um, as well as identifying, okay, well, now that we have resolved this, this is what's coming up, right? Stonewalling in your marriage is not serving you in the way that you thought. So let me give you the skills now so that you guys can be together and united and, you know, moving past this and helping each other grow. So that is what I do. There's a lot of support that goes into it because, you know, we're learning, right? You go, you explore, you learn, you come back. Um, but you're not in it with your, you know, by yourself. You're not in it alone. Um, and I just love being able to support people in a way that is for their highest good and for their family's highest good, right? Now they're yeah. going to be able to teach their kids skills that they didn't know. And that to me is the ultimate blessing. So what if um, I know there's a need in my marriage, but my partner does not? Mm-hmm. What, what, how do you work with that kind of situation? Well, there's a couple of ways to go about it. Uh, some people really, their partner refuses. And mm-hmm. so I work with them individually, mm-hmm. right? Um, because they will see a difference, one, in themselves, just how they feel about themselves in their marriage. But two, now their influence shifts 
because their approach is going to be so much different mm. um, after they work with me. Um, and other times it just requires us sitting together, right? That's why I like for the couple to be there together because it's hard for um, sometimes the wife can tell the husband something and, you know, for whatever reason, it's hard for him to receive it from the wife. Yeah. But if somebody else brings it up, it makes it easier to process what's going on and it makes them easier to acknowledge what they really want. And with that, I can work with that. Right. Mm -hmm. And we can get together and, and I can help them um, um, really feel bonded and influence one another in a way that they both desire. Yeah, that makes sense. So do you work with couples individually uh, or individuals individually, or uh, do you also have groups or how does that work? So, I work with them individually, okay. so I don't do any group work. Okay, got it. Um, so let, let's talk about the um, maybe success stories is where we ought to go mm-hmm. here. Um, you've been doing this a while, and I can't imagine you don't have some success stories that uh, help illustrate the great work you do. I I do. One of my favorite success stories um, – I was working with a woman and at the end of the session, she's like, Misha, you have no idea. I have gone to a number of therapists and counselors. Um, I have done uh, couples counseling too with my partner and none of them have been as as effective as this. She told me that um, um, like things that she's been having a hard time resolving was resolved quickly, right? Like she feels like it's no longer a problem. Um, and then, you know, I, I don't know if I talked to you about the Gottman work, but the Gottman Institute has, does great work. Um, they're a marriage institution, uh, uh-huh. where they do a lot of research and, um, he is 93.6% accurate whether or not a couple's going to get divorced. So I, really? I would like to utilize his work, um, because it's, it's phenomenal. And she told me I elevated their work. I thought that was the greatest compliment. Oh, wow. Right? When wow. you're like, I look up to the Gottman Institute and she's telling me I elevated their work, right? Oh, wow. That's um, wonderful. She later she later uh, left a review and she said that um, after having done this marriage breakthrough, she says that her relationship feels easy. And they had, they had some conflict to work with. They really came from a shaky place. But she said her relationship feels easy. And I thought, that is the biggest compliment anyone's ever given me. Um, me and my husband from day one have always felt like our marriage was easy. Right. And we kind of just didn't understand it. Um, and so without her knowing that, uh, and to, to feel like, Hey, something that I have felt and I have been able to create in my marriage is now showing up in somebody else's language, right. That their marriage can be easy. I, I wow. was like over the moon. Yeah. That, yeah, that's, wow, what a great endorsement. That's wonderful. Now, you, um, obviously, we've talked about this extensively. You're, you work with adult children of divorced parents. Can In, in terms of the, the clients you work with, is there any further definition you want to put on that? Um, well, that's my heart space. Um, I don't think we had any time for me to really go through, like, my story. But, you know, I'm a child of divorce. And, um, and I can see, man, the, st- the statistics around children of divorced parents and the repeating of the pattern, right? Um, it's, it's, um, they call it a divorce cycle phenomena, right? Like I just 
wanted to do my part to help make sure that that cycle can slow itself down. Mm. I mean, if, if I could be a part of the process where it was just gone forever, right, that would be a dream. But gone forever, meaning that everybody could have a healthy marriage, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, um, but no, like absolutely, I help people who um, who come to me with other needs for a career or whatever. It's just my heart space is really working with married couples. Got it. Um, Misha Marshall, folks, with Renew Mindset Coaching. Uh, Misha, this has been great. I can't imagine there aren't some folks that hearing what you've had to say and the insights that you've offered wouldn't want to be in touch. So let's get to the most important question. How can they be in touch? Well, you can definitely look my website up, renewmindset.com. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram as well as LinkedIn. Just look up Renew Mindset Coaching or Misha Marshall and um, you will find me straight away. Terrific. Misha Marshall with Renew Mindset Coaching. Misha, thanks again. Thank you so much. Yeah. Hey, folks, just a a quick reminder for you. If you are having marriage friction in your business, let's talk about what that looks like. You've got uh, administrative tasks that are piling up, and you've got bookkeeping that uh, you've got an issue with. Maybe your books look like uh, something like a Nike shoebox with a bunch of receipts in them. Uh, in In that box, well, you've got some issues that need to get resolved to restore the joy to your business, right? Um, Office angels can do that. They have a whole team of angels that fly in and they get those, that work done. They get those uh, tasks that are nagging at you uh, completed and off your plate so that you can go about the business of uh, working on your business and not in it. Here's what you need to do. You can go to officeangels.us if you're shy, sure. But give them a call, 678-528-0500. Let them know I sent you and tell them what your issue is, and they can match you up with an angel that can get you on the road, again, to restoring the joy in your business. And speaking of uh, mindset, I've got a new book coming out later this year. It's called The Generosity Mindset Method for Business Success, Raise Your Confidence, Your Value, and Your Prices. Um, That book is going to come out in December of 2023. We're recording this show in November, uh, early November 2023. Um, If you want to know more, go to thegenerositymindset.com, and you can sign up for updates on the book, or if you're listening to this show uh, several months after, you can find out where to buy the book. Um, But uh, you can get more information there. And if you're a professional services provider, solo, small firm services provider, you're having issues with your uh, positioning, your business development, and your pricing, uh, this may be a book for you. And I want to thank you, our audience. You have just been fantastic in your support of North Fulton Business Radio. This is uh, show number 715 or something like that that we've done over the last uh, now seven and a half years. Uh, we're, we're, uh, we've gotten that far and we've gotten that far because of you and your support. So we appreciate you. And what we particularly appreciate is you sharing the show with others that may need the services of those who are on the show. So if you think of somebody, you think, Hmm, 
I know of a couple that needs to go talk to Misha. Maybe you could share the show with them. Um, and please think about that with any of our other shows that we do, because we're here to celebrate great business leaders in our area like Misha and uh, celebrate the work they do and help them connect with others that need uh, the benefit of that work. So if you could help us help them, that would uh, be wonderful. And we would, again, continue to appreciate that work that you do for us. So for my guest, Misha Marshall, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.